Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everyone. Episode 234 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton. And who is playing a game that's a sequel to the sequel? It doesn't really fit in the trilogy with me tonight. This is Joe Butler, and I'm over here hunkering down in good old Paris, France. And Star. And I guess I'm just kind of all over the world, kicking ass and taking names like we do. Go America! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) So we are here to wrap up our trilogy of the Modern Warfare series. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 developed by Infinity Ward and Sledgehammer Games, and came out in 2011. Damn, this is over 10 years old. Yeah, that tracks, in my opinion. So first, to kind of go along with my joke in the opening of this, this game doesn't feel like a sequel to the... They, like, they tried to shoehorn stuff that would have fit with the first ga- the first game, but it really just feels like a sequel to the sequel and not part of a trilogy. In my I, I think it works okay, but it's also kind of like a, a ham-hammering into, like, you see... You see how good we are being American? Because, I mean, like, technically it, it makes sense. You don't really wrap up, like, what happens after the war ends. You know, sometimes it wraps up, sometimes it doesn't. Oh, yeah, because 2 just ends on that massive cliffhanger of just, like, I mean, basically, by that point, it's background plot of Russia and America. And it ends with, like, that cliffhanger on them. But more significantly and more front-facing is the cliffhanger of Price and Soap. Which... My issue is that you can really tell that when they made the first one it was a one story and then they made so much money they had to make a sequel that wasn't planned and that sequel doesn't really end and this is the ending of that sequel that's fair that's what bugs me so like this is a lot of ham hammered stuff that doesn't really fit like well i mean it fits i shouldn't say it was like the stuff like oh look makarov was here look makarov set off this bomb look makarov and i'm like (laughs) like the makarov stuff is annoying that's what I have to say to make to make sense of my opening. <laughs> so if you haven't listened, we did cover Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2. So go check out those episodes. You can find them on Podbean. Just search if you want to get caught up to hear us. And we've been going through this trilogy. I mean, this game does open with a bang. I got to say that. Like, it really opens with a bang and a continuation of what happened at the end of the last game. How the Russians have invaded America. And then but this time they're fighting in New York and not D.C. I, yeah, I mean... Like I said, so we're going back to it with also uh, soap and price just really just right in the thick of it and bleeding. And then they introduce the new character, Yuri, who you play as for a majority of this game and just kind of going through it. And it's I don't know. I'm going to say this. I I liked all of the Captain Price and soap and Yuri stuff. Whenever that's going on, I was like sucked in and I was interested and I was it felt like like, like, whatever I was doing was worth something, and then it would be like, all right, we gotta go fight New York, look, submarine explosions driving through the bay, and I was like, all right, Michael Bay, let's calm down, I get it, it feels cool, but I don't care, <laughs> especially graphically, like, you know, you said, like, oh yeah, 10 years, I'm like, yeah, this game graphically feels really rough, and like, if you're wanting a fun, cool, COD action Michael Bay experience, you don't need to go here. You can go go play Modern Warfare 2 Remake, and that looks beautiful. But this is just <laughs> like, oh, I would just walk in any, if you ever walk in any side room and just look around, it just looks like crayon. We're just like smeared around and be like, yep, that's the floor. All right, now go back to the main alleyway. Get out of here. And I'm like, oh. Well, I also feel like this game suffers from the fact that at this point, they know you're buying it for the multiplayer. That's their biggest seller. And it feels like that is how the game is designed. Like, yes, there's a campaign, but the campaign doesn't feel like in Call of Duty Modern Warfare or Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. It feels like that campaign is the purpose to buy that game. 
this definitely was not the case, nor is Modern Warfare 2. I think with that still being the case, I mean, from what I was reading, just kind of casually scrolling through stuff, they had different sections of the studio from the beginning working on multiplayer and campaign. Yeah, Sledgehammer. And I feel, yeah, I feel like a lot of times in the other games, like I would be running through an area, probably because I remember it more, and be like, oh, I remember this from multiplayer. I didn't feel that as much here with this campaign. It felt, and I feel like all the action scenes, slow-mo scenes, vehicle scenes, minigun scenes, I was like, <laughs> wow, I really not like, feeling any moment of like oh this feels like a multiplayer area it's just like oh kid okay more crazy stuff's going down all right onward and upwards it's really just meant to be like you said a michael bay movie mm-hmm. i mean especially the american stuff any i mean oh, any God, stuff that's yes. not so and yuri and like, price just the way that the game starts off where you're in america you're in a new york and you're trying to you're fighting in you know the Wall Street, like you're you're running through that building, you're trying to take out the Russians and all this other stuff, and it's just a, it's just a crazy intense part where just you and the squad trying to shut down this radar tower so your little planes can blow up things. Now, to be fair, that's not how the game starts off. The game starts it's off, right. uh, the game starts off where you see that you have a hole in your soap, and they're trying yeah. to make sure that that he's okay, and then you get the really ham-handed World War Three and the or WW three. Oh, the, I hated that. And the W turns into an M for Modern Warfare 3. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't think I stuck around long enough for that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like WW3, then it flips. And it's M for Major, W for Wumbo. Oh, shit. Get hyped. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, no, I did not stick around for that opening, so I didn't see that. I, I'm, I'm watching the gameplay, kind of, I'm seeing the gameplay right now, and I remember it because uh, I was absolutely stoned when I started the first <laughs> this. As, as I mean, that's not you, that's this game. I played this game twice, because I beat this game over the course of a week, slowly, because I had only played when I was, like, when my wife wasn't home or something. Like, okay, I got time, I can sit here, put the headphones in, and I didn't remember anything, really. So I'm like, I got it. So I just played it again and beat the game in, like, two days again, because it's, it's a very short campaign. Yeah. Especially on easy. And... Uh, I think so, I play on easy too. Yeah, you go ahead. I say I also play on easy, but I also believe this game's not long because a lot of like, I want to say like maybe what is this three, six, like nine, nine or ten missions. I want to say like half of them are just set pieces where like it's just one thing or two things happening and then the the mission's over. Yeah, there's it's not actually eighteen, like not including the prologue like and the end. So that's the thing is like it go it if. It, I'm trying to think of how to put this. It feels slow, but it is quick. That's how I felt, especially by, like, Act 3. <laughs> which I don't feel like is how you should be feeling at the climax. Like, okay, I'm ready. Uh, we, we can stop this now. And so, I... It's just not, it's not as interesting. I don't know. The stuff with America, like, I will agree, like, what you guys said earlier. The stuff with Price and Soap is more interesting. The America stuff is just... I don't know. It just kind of bore me. Because you already had some of that Modern Warfare 2. And the way that they beat the Russians back in this is after you do your thing and take out the tower, you end up be working with the Navy SEALs and you hijack a, a Russian sub and then turn the missiles against them. Yeah, that mission is Hunter Killer. And I specifically remembered one part where I, there's like, you're going under like this pipe that has like a bunch of like arch supports. And I went right instead of left and then I hit invisible wall and I just couldn't back up. And I see the mission just failed. I did I the same like, thing. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You can only go left. You yeah. have to go underneath a pipe. If you don't go underneath the pipe, you, uh, you get a lot, you'll get stuck. Yeah, and you can't, like, back it up because it's, like, no. they're on these, like, dinghies that have, like, you know, big old motor fans in them. And so you can't back up very fast at all. Uh, I'm glad that happened to you, too. I was, I, that it was really feels like we had this plot, and now we have to wrap it up and put it away real fast. We're going to give you one level in New York, 
you do the sub thing and then, oh, look, Russians left now. Okay, bye. We can go on the rest of the game. Like, it's like you have such a buildup in the second game to this war and you're like, they just win. I don't know. It's just kind of, it feels haphazard to how a war would be, how quickly they just beat the Russians back when the Russians then invaded all of Europe later on, which to me just doesn't fit well. Well, yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, if like you push them back and then the war seems like it's about to stop and then it does it and it just kicks into overdrive and it's very, because of you Makarov. know, it's yeah, Makarov a fucking I I'm Makarov and I'm literally a villain. Can't you tell by the way I talk? And I'm like, OK, we get it. You're cool, Makarov. I get it. I mean, <laughs> cool in air quotes. <laughs> I just I don't find him as an antagonist very like. I don't know, like, the other ones, I think they just felt more faceless, which made them feel more like, ooh, they really are just evil, but this guy's like, I'm here for my country, and I'm like, Mac Rob, listen, get out of here, you wild boy. Well, like, the first game, you're tracking down Zakiv, you fight his son, or you kill his son, essentially, like, you're just trying to get this guy that's, you know, gonna launch nuke, essentially. The second game, uh, you know, you're trying to stop Shepard, who's upset that he lost 30,000 men, so his solution is, let's go lose a million more. So, I mean, essentially, that was the solution. I lost 30,000 yeah. men. They didn't cry, so let's make them lose a million see if they cried out. Like, you idiot. But, and, and again, that game also sets up Makarov being this, you know, big villain. Like, he's the one that's starting World War Three. I mean, he is, but at the same time, it's just a... I mean, I can believe that an ultra-right-wing ultra party could take over a government completely. I completely do believe that for some weird reason. So, like, that part isn't the far-fetched part for me. It was just the fact that, like, how quickly they stop their how quickly they stop their invasion in America after the sub thing and you're just done. Like that's it. Because I feel like if you were gonna do an accurate evasion, like the way Red Dawn kind of portrays it in that old movie, you know, you would have to attack you would be hitting you'd be putting so many forces into America that you wouldn't be attacking other countries just because your plot fell through. Yeah. Like that's too much like the amount what? I mean it's a big it's a big, you know, America's a big country. Like you have to put a lot of people in to take over something like this. Well, I mean, and that's why I think it just fails so spectacularly and most notably, you know, and things of like the plot, you know, plot in quotes, it comes down to the gas. It's the gas that does it. It's the fucking they're like, oh, uh, basically, you know, you guys are chasing down these like weird cargo containers and you get there too late. Oh, this is a important question. It goes back to Modern Warfare 2. Did you guys turn off the uh, or keep on the dramatic non-sensitive oh. scene? Yeah. Yeah. God, I'm with a truck. Yes. And For no was, reason? Uh, yeah, no reason. That's the whole point. I was like, at least like in no Russian, it's really over the top, but like it really has a purpose, I think, more than this does, where it's like, Daddy, Daddy, it we're in Paris. <gasps> Dead. <laughs> He's like, it literally, I, I, I like gasped and choked and started laughing. So I was just like, wow, we just went zero to ten, huh? You just were like, hey, child dead child and gas you have the kid playing by the truck you have the door just waving open where the driver just ran off and then the truck blows up it's like this is stupid oh yeah dude in a gas mask very clearly i don't know maybe the protagonist also yeah like i just uh, you play as many different characters in this Mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of interesting i did not need to play as dad i did not need to play as dad who, like, somehow is so sucked into his daughter and these pigeons, he doesn't see a man in a gas mask abruptly stop a truck and run off screen. He's like, oh, yeah. To be fair, I didn't see the guy get out of the truck. I just saw the open door right before the truck blew up. Oh, see, yeah, I, I, I watched either. that. So I was the same idiot okay. just watching his digital daughter be like, oh, look. Oh, where, what the heck? So, I get it. Uh, it's just so abrupt. It's like a 50-second scene and, like, 30 seconds, just boom, maybe 40. I was like, it's whoa. Stupid. 
We're it's here. Okay. Completely <laughs> unnecessary. But I guess they need the whole bomb plot that comes on later because they wrap up the you know invasion of U.S. so quickly. Yeah, I feel like it's trying to make you sad and invested and no part during the entire Europe invasion. Like, there's another scene that's when you're actually playing the game where you're, like, moving in through a pretty, like, deep in enemy territory and there's gas around and fucking... You, you, one of your, like, NPCs, and you have to watch this because there's nothing else to do, walks up <laughs> and, like, gets next to a body and, like, checks the pulse and i was like okay what are we even doing at this point and then he's like can't believe it and i'm like brother it's been hours that, that seems not gonna go oh shit you're here help get me out give me a mask uh yeah but it's just like none of this feels <laughs> as sad as you want me to feel right now but you're I, michael bay you're not a good story writer just stick to it don't do both i, I do gotta say that the sub part is cool when you run through the sub but also like something i'm gonna read later one of my few comments i got someone pointed out he's like why the hell are all these ships in the hudson bay <laughs> like what purpose does it serve to load up the hudson bay with a bunch of battleships and apparently that's the whole Russian fleet left. It's just sitting in the Hudson Bay. I mean, I guess if apparently with their plan and how they move forward, apparently they just didn't need a fleet. I am now wondering. Now I'm getting more interested. I'm like, wait, what was the purpose of it? Because I mean, it's make not the, clear. The thing about that, they pushed them back. Like they pushed them to New York and they're pushing them out. Or is that after they take out where they push them out of America? But it's just to me, the fact that like you build up everything in two and two does not wrap up that story. I had originally thought that there would have been a lot more America stuff. And that kind of, to me, is just stupid how short it is. You know, like, oh, we're still at war with America. You you are, but they beat you. So I don't understand, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because we don't go back. We're just we're just in Europe running around and doing other things. We don't go back to America after the sub things like they beat them pretty much. They took them out of America. Well, that's why I'm wondering now as we're sort of talking about it, if um, if they even like, you know, basically pushing them back. Like I just there's that weird lull because there's also it's like one of the probably the fourth mission. Get turbulence where you're uh, where the russian plane gets hijacked basically the russian president is going to meet with the leaders and be like hey listen this got way out of hand things didn't go quite right i'm sorry we're cool let's make a pact and then that's when macro macro yeah come in and abduct the president despite all your hard efforts it's like that's the, i will like this game did its best when it was just like uh a plane fight plane gun air battle and i'm like yes i'm all right with this and then it's like oh but sad military in gas town and i'm like no this <laughs> like the spoiler the near climax of this game when you're fighting towards the eiffel tower and it falls the fuck over hell yes give me that like i mean that so was cool at, yeah. yeah you're so good at doing that and then you do anything else except the the price like relative or secluded to the cap the american more stuff that's all bad if it's not so over the top it just gets to me that it's so unnecessary like it it felt like somebody else made this game not the same developer even though i know it is the same developer they're like yeah we just gotta move on now we gotta do something new i also we set up this whole plot for america now we just gotta move on i want to talk about how obscenely absurd there are things about in this game since we're we're, we're really digging into it (laughs) i i think it's in the beginning but i think i don't know if it's the beginning or it's another it might be later on i think it's whenever you're like I want to say it's later on. You're defending soap, and back when is it Advanced Warfare or is it a different one? The one that has like Kevin Spacey in it, and everyone make everyone makes the like uh, F to pay respects joke. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Advanced Warfare. There is a there is a hold F to heal to, to heal soap button in this game that no one talks about. That I think is really fucking funny. Yeah, I remember getting to well. So that's the thing for me. I think because I like Price and Soap, and I, that's, I think, here's, I think, an interesting dichotomy. I was pretty sucked into all that, so I wasn't, like, crying, 
but and I do see it as silly. Even in that moment, there's a small voice back. Like this is ridiculous. But I was really invested. And like the scene right after, where basically as Soap's dying, he reveals to Price. He's like, "Hey, Macrom somehow knows Yuri." And Price is like, "If you know," and Price has no reaction. Price is like, "All right, we gotta go." And, and the bullets are raining down. And you're like, oh, "Okay, I guess I'm gonna get it later." And Price is like, "Open the door!" And you open the door, and he just punches you down like probably like thirty stairs at least. It's a long fall. And then he just, and as he's walking up with the gun aiming at you, I was like, oh, this is really cool. It's Price. <laughs> that's how I felt. Like, But I could totally see if you're not. It's like, oh, I just don't care. And then the plot reveal. Oh, well, who Yuri is? I forgot that dude. I was like, oh, shit. I remember when, I think when we played Modern Warfare 2, I remember that. And I was like looking around the airport like, oh, I don't see him. He should be right there. He's not there. Anyway, keep going. That's because he wasn't written yet. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's really, that's really what it is. I, I mean, you're talking about sort of this, like, you know, in literary terms, but also, per the story, dramatic, un- unexpected, too abrupt pullout of the country, of the, the story. I wouldn't be surprised if basically they finished two and, you know, they knew they were going to be a three. They're just like, do we want to do more America? And they're like, ah, let's do Europe. Europe's fun to blow up and ruin. <laughs> And so then they were like, well, shit, we got to write ourselves out of this corner. I wouldn't be surprised if it's something to do with, like, the other games that were coming, because I think Advanced Warfare takes place in America, too. Infinite Warfare takes place partly in America. That's way later. I could have, I mean, who knows? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that, too, played a part. Yeah, change in, like, writing team a little bit, or like, ah, we'd rather be doing this stuff. But to kind of make a point, like, with this, you know, I'm going to bring up two famous things that feel like they don't fit together. Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3 where one is complete movie, two really doesn't feel like you need it and doesn't feel like a complete movie, and then three is the rest of that movie, where Modern Warfare 2 and 3 feel that way, and kind of the same aspect of Force Awakens, Last Jedi, in Rise of Skywalker. It's like you can tell they made the first movie with no idea they were going to make two more, even though they, they knew they're they just dumb. Like, the plots just don't work together. Like, all of a sudden, look, Snoke's here! where do he come from? We don't know. Oh, look, Snoke's gone. And that's kind of how it felt here. Like, you have Shepard, oh, look, Shepard's upset, but Makarov's the real villain. Shepard? Who's Shepard? We got rid of him. Let Makarov. Like, it's just... Eh. And we're just going to keep making fun of Star Wars for, like, the rest of the... For, like, the next, like, three months. I'm like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, I do... Uh, speaking of magical game moments that are made just for the game and uh, kind of putting us back on track, that whole mission of, like, you protecting the president and then you... I think you get to the helicopter at the end and when the door opens, you see mission failed and you get, like, shot in the head. Is really that was just cool. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. And oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I need more of this in my I life. That was a cool mission. Where Makarov kind of taking over the Russian government yes, then or the Makarov army or whatever this. the hell because the ultra-nationalists. Yeah, Makarov does this like three times. There's the other time, it's near the end when you are about to... You're like rushing to get to the Russian president's daughter. And I like how over the comms they're like, hey, she's being exfilled right now. You guys gotta pull out and your cool American dude who at this... I still don't remember his name. It's something Sandman. silly. Sandman. What? Sandman? Yeah. I fuck me. I'm gonna keep moving past that. And <laughs> it's, it's like, no, we're gonna get to her. And also, for even if you're sprinting, like if you were speed running, I think it still takes like a minute. It's like, brother, if they reported she's being loaded up a minute ago, and then you go to open the door as a, one of the, the many, many dramatic breach and clears, and it blasts back at you. Because Makarov is this big brain genius who's like, ah, I got this surprise number four. Like the, all these moments where it's like, oh, Makarov is like. I think a fortune teller? Anyway. I mean, to be fair, it's like. the one door leading to where they're at. It does make sense that you booby trap the one door where they're at. That one does. But I don't know. And the one at the start does. But the one with uh, Price and Soap, 
when you're like trying to assassinate Makarov, and you're like, oh, we got to jump on him. This is the time. There's a moment where they go, hey, Billy, Billy, are you on comms? No silence. And Price just goes, oh, I guess Billy probably forgot to turn his radio on. And I'm like, that's our explanation for this. And then spoiler, Makarov <laughs> captured Billy and Billy's a bomb. He's now. only a trained soldier in the Russian military. <laughs> and all the other trained soldiers go, nah, he probably just forgot to turn his headset on. That's what it's got to be. Nothing else is sus here. Oh, I hate this game. Someone else can talk. <laughs> I need to take some breaths. Oh, um, although I have another thing I want to comment about with the when they when you're going to go rescue her in, in Berlin and you're the daughter and then they just fail. I was thinking to myself, just shoot her. Shoot the fucking helicopter. Kill her. Because <laughs> if you kill her, you take away the piece that Makarov's going to use by torturing her to get the nuclear codes. Because she's dead and he won't give up the nuclear codes because he can't torture her. She's already dead. Or she's dead and he does not nothing to live for, so he has no strength of will and then he gives up the codes anyway. I, okay. I, I think Maybe the idea is, is supposed to be, which I'm not stupid enough to think that or smart enough. I think the idea that you're supposed to be whenever, like, Price punches Yuri is you're supposed to think that Yuri's feeding Makarov intel. That's why he's always, like, two steps ahead. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> well, yeah, no, because it's kind of, like, lightly foreshadowed because Yuri says, like, they're like, oh, which car is he going to get out of? He's like, ah, oh, it could be any one of them. He's always changing. Like, it changes every time. And they're like, how do you? He's like, and so literally just, like, person was like, how do you know that? And yeah, it does. Happened. Yeah, it's very much just keeps being like, wait a minute, Yuri and Mac, Yuri does mow Makarov a lot. And so, yeah, Captain Price thinks like, oh, you are feeding him info or you were just like, because he calls him on the Makarov calls Yuri, my friend, you shouldn't have come. And so then he's and so then, yeah, it's completely That's like my freak out. Yeah. And oh, God, I loved it. I love Captain Price so much. I, <laughs> I, I want to jump one more spot. I hated the last mission. If I like everything, I think it's like they took all of the over-the-top dramatic Michael Bayness and shoved it into. Well, we are making a fourth one of these, and Makarov's got to die dramatically. So where are they? I forget. They're in a like, hotel. Where's that hotel? It felt like Las Vegas in my it's memory. Definitely not Vegas, but I forget <laughs> what country it, it is. It's a Russian hotel because when you when you okay yeah oh it's Dubai oh okay I was talking United United Arab Emirates yeah it just felt so over the top and dramatic and then like oh yeah how do we wrap up Yuri oh Yuri dies but so is Makarov Price is the only one alive everyone else is basically dead even I mean to be fair I'm pretty sure Price will be killed too shortly after well Uh I mean United Arab Emirates in 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 this story they're pretty much allied with Makarov because he's hiding there. He's at a hotel. The cops are coming at the end of that scene. Like, they ain't going to just greet him go, oh, hey, look, you just murdered somebody that we're protecting. All right, it's cool. You can go. He's fucking dead. To be fair, uh, I'm in prison for Makarov. Oh, uh, yeah. He's kidnapped. Sorry, keep going. He kidnapped the president, so I'm pretty sure they're not going to take him alive. Like, but No, they're not going to take Price alive, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Price is dead, is what I, is, is, it's because he, it's very much an unsanctioned mission. They're not on a mission. They're just out for revenge in that end part. Uh, two two things with that. So I, I game in my basement. It's a pretty big basement because it covers pretty much the entirety of our house. I think most basements do, I guess. I'll Usually, yes. So I'm I'm at one end of the basement. My my partner's at the end of the basement. And I'm, I'm at the end of the game when I'm really getting into it. And like twice, I think it's whenever Yuri has like the spike through his chest. And then when he gets shot, I scream like I go, Yuri, like twice. <laughs> And my husband, like, he's, like, behind me on the second one. He's like, how many times is this guy going to fucking die? I'm like, he didn't <laughs> die last time. He's dying now. And uh, I was also half Fair. expecting because, like, that, so they have the ending where, uh, you know, you see Makarov hanging and Price is smoking a cigar. I was literally expecting him to look down and there's just a big glass spike sticking out of his chest and be like, okay, that that explains it. 
But it doesn't do that, but oh well. No, I just was thinking about that. Like, yeah, there's no way he came out of this alive because he, he's just sitting there waiting for the authorities and the authorities are just going to arrest him. Yeah. But it's supposed to be more of he didn't care because it also takes place three months after everything else ends, the war ends, and they just had to kill Makarov. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, well, that's the thing. Hot take, they could have killed him in the last. That was felt dramatic enough. This, like, party time boy going to town in a pretty hotel felt that's the point where to me i was like okay we we've crossed the threshold with the price and soap adventures and i'm out i'm out now you could have killed him in the grand finale of the last thing and i would have been fine but now it's uh i mean it doesn't matter they wanted it to be a tale of revenge is yeah. really what it was they wanted it to be where you know you're wearing your juggernaut armor you and yuri are going together nikolai is there in his helicopter telling you stuff but it's just like you know, it, it was set up to be a revenge mission, and I don't think either of them expected to, to come out of it alive. They just really wanted to kill Makarov. Yeah. Which is also, yeah, I mean, to be fair, once Makarov loses the, you know, contact in the Russians because you killed everybody, like, he's no longer really a powerful person anymore because what made him power, I mean, they can go kill him at some other point. Like, it wasn't, you know, it's like I Osama bin Laden dead, eventually like, got him. Every, like, uh, organization because he's still framed. I forgot that's another part of this. So, yeah, Price has nothing. It's like Price is going to go back to this. His don't they get disavowed? Like, I mean, not disavowed, but don't they get re re put back in the military by that point? They have a co op mission, but no, I don't think he does. I don't. I mean, unless there's a cut, it's in a cutscene where he's like, get reinstated. Then yeah, so I don't think they have that crossover. But I think it's just kind of like, oh, we don't talk about how we're supposed to be ki- uh, killing slash arresting you, and then that's it. I don't think he ever like, yeah, he had nothing to live for. I also keep forgetting, it's fucking Call of Duty. And as you mentioned, this story is third, probably third thought on their list of important things besides multiplayer shooty, shooty, feel good, and give the serotonin when the when they get enough XP. I, we're going too in deep. <laughs> we're going too in the paint of this fucking ridiculous story. No, that's fair. Which, I mean, I, will, I think a side junction is to the town of where everyone else was when this game came out. Uh, if you want to buy this game for multiplayer, don't. I tried like three different times at three different times a day. I couldn't connect to a single match. There was only like well, that's because it, yeah, no, it's, it's very old. I'm not saying like this is a bad thing. I'm just if anyone's curious, like oh man, all this talking's making me miss Modern Warfare Three multiplayer on PC specifically. I couldn't get it to boot. Also, <laughs> you can't use a controller with this, and I'm just gonna whine about that for two seconds, but then move on because I like using controller. But the final thing of this game, you know, we have campaign, which I think is fair. We mostly spend our time on multiplayer, which I could not access, but I don't have fond memories of this. Modern Warfare 2, when we talked about it, I remember talking about the Model 1887s and all the backlash and the uproar and the and the patching. Like I have memories of that game. The ACR was my favorite gun that I used for that like entire multiplayer experience. I don't remember this game at all. Like, I was looking at the <laughs> weapons, and I looked at the ACR, and I went, it was, like, a later unlock, because I could look through, like, the creative class, and I was like, yeah, I remember now. I really wanted the ACR, and then I locked it, and it wasn't as good as it was in Modern Warfare 2, and I was sad about it. That was the only memory I had of multiplayer for 3. And also, I, uh, I think Black Ops came out before this game did. I believe that. And I think Black Ops is probably where, because isn't that, like, considered, like, one of the best games in the whole series at this point, Black Ops 1 and 2? I think from I think Black Ops wanted to multiplayer, especially it was just different enough that they were like people were getting in on that for sure. Okay, I can't speak to it because I wasn't playing these games then. Like, I, yeah, Black I Ops done. came out twenty ten, Modern Warfare three came out in twenty eleven. Okay, that's what I figured. And then because yeah, I feel like this is kind of like they were doing you know their yearly thing and they were switching off. That's yep. also why we have two developers on this game. They didn't have time to finish it because they 
Activision like, we gotta get this out now! Yeah, and I mean, Modern Warfare 3 with all these things, even as a story for the little care there was probably within the major, major community, Call of Duty Black Ops' original story is one of, like, the most talked about because it's so ridiculous, but also, like, plot turning and fucking Shyamalani of, like, oh, the numbers, Mason, that's a quote that's still pop. You could reference to anyone from that age, and they'd go, Mason, the numbers, what do they mean? Remember, Mason! Remember um, anything you're talking about, by the way. Oh, I, I don't it. either. I just, oh, fuck. I, now, I, I played it once. I know we're not doing Black Ops. I wish we could just play the original. We will be at some point, no. Because, yeah, that plot, like, that story is buck wild. Like, take the wildness of the of the scenes, of the moments of action, and put that into narrative. That's Black Ops' story of just, like, of just, I don't want to spoil it, because I think replaying it will make it more fun, but, man, that game goes, yeah, that we, game will be doing buck wild. But, yeah, and then last, the third section was spec ops which spec ops was probably i would say probably even less popular than a campaign but i liked it actually i was doing this in the spec ops and i was like you know these felt more fun than the ones in modern warfare 2 i think the ones in modern warfare 2 are more iconic to my memory but these ones felt a little more polished is how i modern warfare 2 they're they feel very much like survive missions or like you know this one they're more like i thought they were going to be more like missions that were part of the story like one is go hijack the plane as makarov and get the president and then I was doing the sub one. I could, and I got to the end and died. And I said, "Fuck this!" And I just uninstalled the game. So. There was a, there's one where you <laughs> save the president's daughter the first time when the pre, when the plane crashes, and you have to like run okay. through stealthily. So it's like half speed, half stealth. That one I thought was, cool. but yeah. So I mean, that's uh, those are my memories. Like, and I feel like a lot of people, you know, maybe some people, especially maybe this was their first, have more memories of the multiplayer. But I just can't imagine talking to anybody and be like, "Remember Marvel for three multiplayer?" They're probably like, "No." Not really. And I'm like, yeah, it's fair. Black Ops, I think, even had... Yeah, Black Ops had zombies, too. Yeah. I don't think this one had zombies. No, this had Spec yeah. Ops. So, the Black yeah. Ops and World of War zombies. Yeah. Well, as of recording this, the Steam sale is in two days on June 29th. So I guess I'll <laughs> go buy all three Black Ops. Because all you have to do is tell me, hey, Joe, did you know that the, that the story... Uh, the story mode for this Call of Duty game is absolutely fucking banana shoes, and I'll be like, oh, okay, maybe I will play that. Oh, but I'm sorry. But you should wait until we cover it. The sale's <laughs> over, I think. No, 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 this is like yeah. the Steam summer sale, like this oh, actual... That's yeah, happened. Oh, a big oh Steam sale. God. I'm glad I didn't buy anything else, because yeah, it'll be cheaper. No, yeah, Black Ops 1 stories. Well, man. Call of Duty, you never know, because I like I pay attention to these. I had to pay 20 bucks for this game on Steam at a sale. These games never go below 20. Like, World of War goes to 15 because they don't like World at War. <laughs> but, like, Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, those, Advanced Warfare, Infinite Warfare, they never drop under 20 bucks. And you you should not pay more than $10 for a game that came out before 2000. And you should not pay more than $20 for a game that came out between, like, 2000 and, like, 2010. Goddamn oh. fucking prices <laughs> ridiculous. Modern Warfare 1 and 2 have <laughs> remakes. They have nostalgia, especially Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer, which sadly isn't part of the remake, but, like, even though it was talked about for a little bit, but, like, there's so much to those games that I could be like, yeah, I think there's something on on that bone that maybe an an old old fan would want to relive. There's nothing about this game. I like (laughs) parts of it, and that's the best I can say. Everything else, I'm just like, Spec Ops is better, maybe? That's about it. That's all I got. Everything else, I'm just like, like, there's it's a, just so unpretty. And a I, like, few I missions. 
I want to talk about. I think it's after, or no, before the bombs go off, you have the mission where you go to Somalia, I think it is. Or no, you go to Brazil. No, not Brazil. I don't know. You go to some country and you have to, I think it might be Somalia. And when you are looking for Makarov's uh, shipment, the whole, like, because there's like a whole, there's multiple missions of you trying to track down this crate. And there is some cool moments in that mission when you have to, like, kind of sneak around. You're into Sierra Leone. Does that sound right? Yeah, that does sound right. I mean, there are some cool parts with that. Like, there is a level we haven't talked about yet that I don't want to yet, but assume that really tries to capture all gillied up. It doesn't do it, but it, it's still good. But like the Siri Leone stuff, I thought was kind of cool. Like as you're, you know, raiding this town or you're trying to get through this town and sneak by the guards and you'll kill some here and there. And then everything goes to shit later on as, the, you know, as all Call of Duty. But I mean, like you said, the soap stuff and price is fun. Like it's, it's some good stuff of them just spending the whole game trying to hunt down Makarov pretty much. Um, this is, I'm kind of looking up, but maybe you guys don't have to talk about it. Was Sandman the other person with Price in, uh... No, Sandman okay. is with the Americans. He just, oh, no, 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 in a, in the, his, in the, the famous level in... The mine? Nuclear Town. Oh, you the, mean the previous game? Yeah, well, the one from 4 to, uh, you know, Modern Warfare 1. Oh, they're all dead. Flashback. No, no, I know. So in, in Modern Warfare 4, there's Oh, a you're talking about Price. the Chernobyl, Chernobyl. Yeah, that's it, yeah. No, that's James... No, he's in this. They call him up because Price asks, like, you owe me a favor for me doing my job in saving your life 15 years ago, you know. Oh, yeah, so it wasn't Sam. No, it's not Sam. It was the other guy. It was uh, not Frost. I don't know. There, Wallcroft? Maybe Wallcroft. There's so many names that are, like, pointless low-key. Um, I'm, like, but, 90% sure there's a guy in here named Truck. Yes, there is. <laughs> the fact that it's 90%. He's voiced by Ernest Elba? I can't. I, Nuh-uh. He 100% is. Truck is voiced by Ernest Elba, and we went... Is there a guy named Truck? I think there is. I can't. I hate it. It doesn't game, sound memorable know? in this. But also, like, who the hell's paying attention to the other NPCs in this game? I mean, I was just. I'm not. So when I, I played this game, the second I, time, I didn't even watch the cutscenes. I just shot things and ran through the levels quickly. I mean, well, that's, we're talking about the campaign. I just. Uh, I'm so. I just didn't realize it was Ernest Elba. That's a whole other level. I'm having to process that live. He might not have been as famous, though, in 2011. I, he, I guess he wasn't. I mean, yeah. I mean, Probably, he, must, yeah. he must not have been. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't think he'd be playing Truck. <laughs> no, no, he'd be playing a more major character now. But this is before he did his debut as Knuckles, you know, so you gotta remember that, too. Oh, yeah, that's that's where it took off. <laughs> Probably Thor. So, <laughs> I played a part. But he was in The Losers at some point, would have been around this time. That's a good movie, by the way. That's a good movie. Uh, so, but I, I can't remember. I think so. Also, I, as I read this, and it's not this was not clear to me at all. They leave Russia. It's months later is when the next mission is. By the way. Yeah, no, they they don't yeah. really. It doesn't signify in the game. The only reason I knew because there's a timeline I was watching a video on YouTube of mm-hmm. that broke down when stuff happens. And yeah, there's some months between a couple of the missions. Yeah, that's not that was not clear to me at all. I didn't think it was like immediate, but I thought it was like maybe a week or two. Before. Well, Price and Soap are really just doing their own thing. I mean, he's really just trying to hunt Makarov. I mean, I think they're the ones that, yeah, because they go and kill a guy who tells them that Volk is the guy that made the bombs after the bombs go off. I mean, that part, we talked a little about it, but I want to say like the whole idea of the Russians are after they fail in America, they they have a bunch of bomb trucks go off, which again is against the Geneva Convention, and <laughs> poison all these people in different main cities and then attack the cities with their army that they shouldn't have because they just spent, you know, who knows how many men trying to fight in America, but hey, neither here nor there. 
Also, this game is a lot more unbelievable in 2023 after Russia doesn't really can't beat Ukraine as fast as. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that this is 11 years ago. Things are a little different, but I do you like know, that. that. Really, like the more I think about, like you know, they can't even beat Ukraine. You're telling me they attack America and then attack. <laughs> exactly. Britain, like, all, like France, I don't believe it. This is that's why this is fictional Russia, not real Russia. Call of Duty's not known for yeah accuracy. But it was I did have that exact thought when they were, when they showed the like in the loading screen cutscene of. The forces just moving across Europe, but I was like, I think Ukraine would have something to say about that, but you can't just be like, no, nah, don't worry about Ukraine. We got around them. We're now we're in Germany. And I'm like, okay, sure. All right. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of looking through like the mission list. Uh, I think we've, you know, covered a lot of it. Like, yeah, basically dragging out the trucks, the gas goes off, and then it's a lot of recapturing the daughter, losing the daughter, getting to Makarov, losing Makarov, and then you're at Makarov. That's really this whole campaign. That, I that's know, it. But- when like this thing when you first get Volk, like the Paris stuff where you're in America because you know Price gives them the information so they can go get Volk and like that whole thing and like we were talking about earlier when the Eiffel Tower does go down that is a pretty damn cool scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like it's I don't know it it, it just again yeah, it got me is like how the hell are they in, they take out Ger- you know Berlin Germany they're like it's just I I didn't like how many men they had it bothered me <laughs> that's what yeah. It's just too many because, again, I, I think a lot of it is just the fact that after after stuff, as I said before, Ukraine is just like, I can't see the country being that powerful because I don't think any country would be powerful enough to really do that. I, it's I too much. I, I think the idea is supposed to be that, like, because Russia is so big, it's why they would have so many people. But I also don't think that's true. I don't fucking know. I don't know. That's about, the, it's a big, the other, there's a lot of ways in Russia. The there's other, a lot of unusual motivation and evidence for this is that supposedly a large portion of the country is heavy down with war because of the events of Modern Warfare 2 and the airport attack, which is, I guess, another element you could consider different is like apparently a lot more of the country is like, nah, we want blood. Let's go. Let's do it. You know? Yeah, it's just it's just after such a major loss in America, plus they're using like terrorist tactics almost, which to me is also kind of like, eh. Yeah, well, Makarov's at the head, dog. You think Makarov about to play nice? Nah, he getting dirty. Again, that's the one part that I can believe that you have a, a, a alternate, you know, ultra right wing guy take over. I completely can yeah, believe. Yeah, he's that. trying to get that. Spoiler: the ultimate goal of Makarov is to get nukes to just nuke all of Europe. That's the, <laughs> that's his motive, which is real solid. No, no, no bad ending there. I could see. Um, but yeah, yeah like, wind doesn't exist. Yeah, if you nuke all of Europe, <laughs> it'll just stay there. The wind, it won't travel over to Russia. No, 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 no. We'll be fine. <laughs> no one else will fire any nukes. <laughs> Once you have the the, the Russia. I mean, let's not you know, not even the fact that like I'm pretty sure if one person launched the nukes, we're all launching our nukes. But even just a simple aspect of wind and the fact that you would ruin like you, yeah, the whole world be done. So stupid. But yes, I get it. There's a reason why a lot of times terrorists are, don't make sense a lot of the time because they just think. As long as they think, as long as they show power, they'll they'll be in power. So you know, I mean, you have a dead planet. Sure, you will be in power because you killed everyone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. who you ruin? Who knows? There's no one left. But hey, you're in power. So yeah, there's it that. It was also fun to relive the old scenes through Yuri's eyes, even though it did feel very uh, Deus Ex mocking to be like, "Hey, remember when that nuke went off in the first one? Yeah, Yuri and Macro were nearby. They watched." And they, they basically kissed. Anyway, what? We're moving on. On to the next guy. <laughs> My issue with that part is that <laughs> Macgraw set off the bomb, but then Macgraw's working with Shepard, even though Macgraw's the reason why Shepard was crying in the whole pl- in the first place. Like, it's just unnecessary. Enemy of my enemies, my friend. What? <laughs> it, it, 
I did like the mission when you go and raid the warehouse, though. Like when you you do have that when you're trying again. It's all the the bullshit with the trucks. I did like that. Uh, like the truck's empty. Cause yeah, there's all like all the stealth scenes are pretty cool too. Like any, I mean, as it is, with, I think most Call of Duty missions where there's stealth, like especially well, this one is very just urban stealth. For a lot of times, it'll be like, oh, we're stealthing up to this uh, mansion in the middle of the field. This one's very like I'm trying to remember the first one. It's when you're trying to get to the trucks because before the first truck that's still at the dock before all the other ones blow up before the it like kicks off you guys are like yeah you go through the warehouse and you're being city streets and the warehouse yeah like that was really um and then you're just gunning everybody down like there's no tomorrow but yes i feel like the story and the action are good just squint and they're good and every now and then they're great but the second you do anything else with this it falls apart and i'm like (laughs) i don't want to touch this I just, it's so deflating. As I'm at the end of this and I'm talking, I'm like, wow, there's just, I don't want this. I don't want anyone to want this. <laughs> like, you may think you want this, you don't. Go like, the whole two. idea with them trying to stop the bomb would have been cool had they just not failed, and not to mention that there's bombs in every other city. So even if they stop this one city, bombs are just going to go off everywhere else, so it wouldn't matter. Which you do, to be fair, which that was another little neat moment, is when uh you you get that truck and it's empty and then your team goes to one of the many trucks uh in the town uh in the london area and you shoot it down and like you stop the truck from going off but if you actually turn your head to the left there's it's not coming from the truck but there is gas coming down the street oh, that's the green gas and i was like oh. oh well we didn't do this we didn't do much here but we did stop this one you but think yeah, they would have been able to stop a few more trucks a lot easier like just have a squad car or just i mean i feel like it shouldn't have been that hard to stop some trucks especially the military involved you know they might have stopped a few we at least got one maybe two or three but maybe there was, there was a lot a lot of these trucks i think <laughs> one other aspect of this story that i is like worth mentioning because they do an okay job but it's also kind of weird at times especially is that they really do make this feel like World War Three, and it's like, oh, we aren't just in one yeah. area. Like, we're all over Europe. We're in Africa. We start out in America. We don't go to Asia, I think, at all. That's the only place. I mean, no, we do. You start. We go out to in India. India. Yeah, you start yeah. out in India, which is the one I have a problem with because, like, man, they Technically really Russia's like, Asia too. It, yeah. <laughs> what, oh yeah, because Siberia. Yeah, because you go to yeah, Siberia. That's all. Yeah. That's all Asia. It just I forgot. It's that. not what people think because no, they don't yeah. say Asian and Russian. It's just I, when people are racist. I just forgot so. you went to Russia. Hot take. I knew there was a dramatic ending. Like where was it? I don't know. It's snowy and there's, you're in a, a mine shaft or something. Um, but with <laughs> India specifically, which is I think the first mission, there's like the music in the background and a lot of the imagery, there's like at one point literally just an Indian flag up like blowing the wind. And I felt like they really were just like trying to beat into me. Hey, you're in India right now. Isn't that neat? And I'm just like, Hey guys, this is a real place. We don't got to like do this with it. It feels weird. Can we stop this? And then it goes, then like a lot of the like music kind of fades and goes just to general action music. And I was like, okay, yeah, let's not do that one again. And I don't think we did like you're in a fucking Germany and you're hearing like, mountain horn people going off i know there's oh, a word for that yodlers there's there's a word it's like no the germany we... one is eh, that's an like that's the one level where they knock the tower down on top of your tanks oh yeah, yeah. where you're like going in the overpass with the tanks and stuff the underpass yeah, yeah i it's... just my, my point is it's just like i don't know it felt at certain times like it was like hey we're in africa isn't that exotic and i'm like all right michael bay go back to action stop trying to do <laughs> things like Ooh, we're in a place oh i don't yeah. think what I'm looking at videos right now as we're talking to see what level I... There's a couple levels we haven't meant. There's the one where you have, like, you 
pilot the drone at one point. That was kind of cool. That was pretty cool, yeah. AC-130, that one, or a different drone? The drone that was like a little tank that they can't blow up. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, There's a classic AC-130 mission. You gotta have that if it's modern day. And that was oh, and then what? Like, what city is it that you go to? That's where you're on the roofs. So you start out on the roofs, and you are looking for Volk. Oh, that's Paris. But like, okay, how messed up Paris is from this gas. Like, I thought that was interesting too. And then they get into the catacombs. They're like, oh, we don't become the dead like here too. Like, yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's I another example of, of like putting like, oh, we're in, we're really in it. And I'm like, okay, breathe. You had to show the catacombs. They yeah, they showed the catacombs. They mentioned everyone at the Louvre is dead. I'm like, I get it. We're in Paris. Calm down. It's <laughs> gonna be okay. Well, what is it? What city is it in that you go to? Because I think you're going after Makarov. Is he? I think he's in the mansion. When you have to sneak through the city. Yeah, no, it's, it's heading to the mansion when you're or wherever he is at the time for the meeting. And like you I meet up the with storm. I it's, think or cat you meet up with the Russian guy that's in charge of the resistance. I think you're in like Zeko Zek Zek I cannot talk. Zek Republic. Czechoslovakia, one of those words. I don't remember which what it was said now, but it's somewhere there, like the part when you're like sneaking underwater and they're just like throwing people in the water they're just murdering everybody. Yeah, it's in Prague. That's where I think Prague. It is. Okay. Where is Prague? I don't know. Okay. If only I had a building showing our American as in you and me mostly. Uh Prague is say zoom out. It's yeah, it's in in check. Oh, I was right. Okay. That mission is, that's the mission that really felt, yeah, I was wrong, you're right, really feels like you're doing all gillied up in a sense where you really just follow Price and Soap and just watch terrible things happen. <laughs> I mean, at one point you got to lay down in a building with other dead people because they're just, they're walking through and it wasn't, it's an intense scene like when you have to go under the boardwalk and they're just shooting people and throwing them in the water with you like, it they definitely made me feel like all gillied up. They also, like, walk by you twice and don't shoot you, even though they're shooting other dead bodies. Of course. I, I like mean... We could be talking about another Call of Duty. I'm pretty sure it's happened in it. I took it more of they just weren't... The other guys moved or something. You're not moving because, you know, you're alive and not have bullet holes in you, so you're not suffering. Yeah, that's fair. That's all uh, I took it. I took it to the guys who were, you know, injured because they got hurt, so they moved or moaned or... And they go, oh, you're alive and just shot them. Just, I mean, again, the whole point is just show how brutal they are. Like, it was just... And again, it's also bothered me because it's like... The Russian army this strong after all this? Like, come on. So, there's that too. I think the only <laughs> mission we haven't touched on is right after that one, and after the execution uh, of Makarov goes poorly. Is okay after they where Soap gets thrown off, and then yeah, we're you carry him for. And it's, and it's, oh yeah, that was also actually sad. If you like, Soap really is hanging in there for a few minutes, and then he just stops, and I'm like, oh, bye, yeah. Soap. I was genuinely sad when Soap died. I'm like, no. Like, the lead into it, too, actually. Like, again, that's why I feel like the Soap and Price stuff actually, like, has... Because also, we've been with these characters. Like, they've earned the right to be like, hey, isn't this sad? I'm like, eh, it's a little sad. But after that, you know, and you and Yuri convinces Price, like, hey, I really want to kill Makarov, too. It's fine. We're, I'm your buddy, actually. They go to uh, the castle in Prague and, like, going through the castle like to get to like the information and that's where you see Makarov on the TV torturing the Russian president and you like sneak through this whole thing and then you blow your way out. Like that was a really fun mission, especially right after. Yeah, no, that was, I like, I like that mission. Yeah. And you have to escape and it was cool. There's these moments that are solid. I think they're just too far and in between. I feel like maybe in the other ones, I don't remember how I felt. I know it wasn't great, but I feel like it was better than this for the the last two. We did enjoy both the other ones more than we enjoyed this one. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you can go listen, go find out. Because I don't really remember. It's been over a year, but <laughs> I I just again, this feels like this game was rushed more because they were just 
trying to get it out. They probably didn't really expect to even make us, you know, they didn't, I mean, they didn't eventually at the beginning, but they're like, yeah, we just got to make this now. Because they did Advance War after this? That's what they went to? I think either Advance Warfare or they go Infinite Warfare, then Sledgehammer goes Advance. It, it's, I want to say it's Advance and Infinite because I want to say Advance is the one where you go to space. Oh, Infinite, then, you go to space. Infinite is also Xbox One. Is it? Okay. Advance Warfare is still PS3 360. Okay. The, so in Advance Warfare is... What's, what's the one with Kevin Spacey? Advanced Warfare. Okay, because that one... It's Ghosts. That's which one came next. Fuck oh, God, ghosts. yes. I forgot oh, about Call of Duty Ghosts. Just trying to block it out of our brains. It's an, it was an okay... I played it once. It was okay. It never had a sequel, obviously, because... I, I think I that came out after it. Modern Warfare 3, right? Um, yes, it was Modern Warfare 3. That's what the next one from this studio. It was Modern Warfare 3 in the release order, then Blops 2 from Treyarch, and then it was Ghosts from Infinity. Okay, and then is Advanced Warfare, maybe, right? Yes. Because Black Ops 3 is later. Yes, 2015. Ghost had had Call of Duty Dog, where Call of Duty Dog could put knife in mouth and shoot gun from back. (laughs) It does say here, Ghost brought us a dog named Riley to the fight, and if that's what (laughs) Riley's doing, I'm now curious. You're apparently going to go play Black Ops. I'm going to play Ghost. (laughs) I'm not going to play any of these until I do another episode on these, so hey. I remember... I remember Ghost because I have friends who are really into Call of Duty. Like my my roommate upstairs, whenever the like the the season pass drops a new thing, he's upstairs playing it, and I hear him yelling and all this other stuff. And uh, I remember when Ghost came out, he was my roommate, and so was like my, my another friend that I had. And I was like, they were like, I think my my roommate has beaten down at least two to three children to get the new Call of Duty. Like he's actually like ripped it from a small child hand and been like, nope, this Why? is mine now. Amber Ghost being one of them, and like a week after it came out, I'm like, so how's how's Call of Duty Ghost? And he just told me to fuck off because it was really bad. <laughs> I liked the campaign. I played it once, but I have no memory of it whatsoever, other than it it tries to copy. If I remember correctly, it copies Dark uh, Dark Knight Rises. There's a scene with a plane from Dark Knight Rises type thing with Bane. Oh my fucking god, are you serious? I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's a scene like that in Ghost, but that's all I remember about Ghost. And I think they were setting up a sequel, which <laughs> never happened. So. But it's been a, it's been a long time. Well, after the proc stuff, we didn't talk about. There's a level where you go in the uh, after the Germany fails thing. You see, you know, stuff with Yuri. You have the level where you go to like the the mine shaft place after the mansion. Uh, uh, I have I have two uh, really weird important questions. Yes. So one of them is, is gonna it's gonna be a thing that follows up in the question. So uh, I also had my partner in the background because I was listening to call of, I was listening to our podcast from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to try to get some remembrance. And uh, Star mentions that uh, their partner talked about the Geneva Convention. Do they ever explain what the fuck this green gas is? I don't think they do. I think it's, it's just... just chemical warfare that's against the Geneva Convention, right? I mean, to be fair, I think almost anything is against the Geneva Con- Convention <laughs> when it comes to that type of stuff. So my guess is, let's just say it's the gas from The Rock. It's green. It just maybe comes a little bulb, too. And Nicolas Cage is somewhere taking it apart. I've never seen The Rock. Oh. <laughs> Far? Uh, no, I have not. Oh, I haven't seen. Come on, I'm making someone out there laugh at my joke, I even though my my co-host with me for this episode oh, do not. Someone out there did. is is that the movie where like there's like a like a like a thing full of like green balls and like they yes. shake. Okay, I need to watch that movie. Actually, I I decided to watch uh, Wicker Man this weekend, and that was a bad choice because we got bored halfway through. That movie doesn't get good till the halfway point. Uh, the Rock is a from I haven't seen it in years, so I can't vouch for it. But I remember it being a good movie. Is it good? Who knows? But I, I had a big thing for Nicolas Cage for a while. I'm like, he's a great actor. 
The fucking I, wiki calls it literally unknown chemical weapon. They didn't. They didn't name it. They it's, never, it's a nerve oh. gas because they do show what happens to people who get it. So it's just okay. Me laugh. Oh god. Because he shoves. If I remember correctly, he takes one of the balls and shoves it in somebody's mouth and breaks it open. Oh, we're talking about the. Sorry, talking about the game or the rock. The movie rock. Oh, okay. No one in this game got balls shoved in their mouth that broke open that I'm aware of. So. No, talk about the, the gas for this game. Oh, yeah, no, this game. The game. Green gas kills people. They die. Yeah, the game. Okay. The wiki for this game literally is Nick called it unknown chemical weapon. They oh, okay. The name. They never talk about it. It's just you know the the chemical, the bad chemical, the bad chemical. <laughs> wait, twenty. Wait, this came out twenty sixteen. When did Iraq happen? Twenty eleven. Okay, so yeah, we're already past that, but we still were. They were still looking for those weapons of mass destruction. They're yes. still looking for them. <laughs> they knew weren't there. <laughs> As I mentioned in probably the other two, 2011 is when I was in the military and we killed oh, yeah. uh, Osama bin Laden. And I'm like, I got out of a job. So, yeah, this this is when like everything went. And that's why Nexus Black Ops 3. And that's why it's like, oh, there's conspiracies and everything because we weren't fighting anyone. <laughs> OK, that makes sense. I just I try to remember like when. Because I, I mean, Call of Duty's always feel so much about based on what's happening in real life too. To try to like, you know, depending on what can expire the story or inspire yeah, the, the 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 Kevin Spacey Modern Warfare is basically just a rip off of Metal Gear. It's about uh, private military companies. Yeah, Metal Gear's all for him. I'm surprised that game was even still on sale after everything was Kevin Spacey. So, but I guess yeah. Activision's like, who cares? Money, money. I wonder I if Ghost is on Steam. Uh, it, it is. is. Oh, I wish it was. Twenty bucks also. Um, I was curious. I was trying to remember. I was like, wait, are we even getting Call of Duty this year? Apparently, and I didn't pay this close attention, at Summer's Games Fest, Nightly did reveal there is a Call of Duty coming this year outside of the, like, weird mobile ones. Uh, outside of Warzone Mobile and whatever. And apparently, it's probably going to be Modern Warfare 3. So, we're really right on time here. We're just beating the punch of new Modern Warfare 3 with this Modern Warfare 3. If, if they... If they remaster Modern Warfare 3, I'm actually uh, going to swallow a grenade. I'm going to swallow uh, the no, gas. No, they're not going to remaster no, this No, game. no, no. It's, <laughs> it's Modern Warfare 3 2. It's of the new trilogy, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah, they're not remastered. I mean, this this game wasn't beloved enough to remaster it. I mean, the, Modern Warfare 2 had its fans. So did, like, because I had posted, well, we'll get to it soon. But, like, when I posted, like, even for comments for these, I got comments, a ton of comments from, Modern, you know, from Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. I got a bunch from Modern Warfare 2, I'm pretty sure. I got two. On the three groups I posted this, two comments, I think, for this game. Like, people do not have a fond memory of this third title. Especially with Blops popping off. Oh, yeah. Even as the story as a meme. Like, I think the, the multiplayer, I think, was really good. The zombies, too. Yeah, yeah and zombies. Know. Well, yeah, because also, Joseph, you said you don't remember Call of Duty Black Ops, right? Uh, I don't remember a lot of it. You play as Kennedy, Star, Fidel... Shit, oh, there's two others. I want to say Castro, but that is, oh, that's his, the four players are like the world leaders of the time, and they put them all under the fucking oh, white Reagan. house. Reagan. Reagan. Oh, yeah, Reagan. the zombie? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Reagan, like, Castro. JFK. And I forget who the other one is, but yeah. Jake Ray wasn't a leader. He was, he was a put, Cuban, but. You put all those, you put that in zombies, and then you have the campaign, which I'm pretty, or the multiplayer, which I'm pretty sure was solid, and the campaign was just buck wild. Shyamalan bullshit like it was I don't think anyone was like really like up for whatever was coming from Infinity War everyone hopped on Treyarch's dick lovingly in a good way of like yeah let's do this well I um, think also Infinity War didn't have enough time to make these games because it's after this cycle I think when they start when they when they introduce a third developer 
they let everyone have a couple years in between, like three years to make your game, not just two years. And this game got hit with a two-year cycle. You know who has the worst zombies? World of War? No, it's the one where you're, where you, you, the, the main scenario and then the, the multiplayer where you have robot limbs. I have no idea what you're talking about. The Call of Duty where you have robot limbs. I don't know. Someone, <laughs> someone, tell us which, tell, someone tells us which game that is because I don't know what it is. I, I, it I sounds familiar. Zombies. And then after that, I stopped talking to the friends that because I had a kid at the time. I had like a two year old. So I could only play it during very certain times. And they they were not good about understanding that I have a kid. I can't just play when I want to at the time because we were all in our early 20s. And I was the only one with a kid. So <laughs> I didn't play a lot of it. Well, either way, the the there wasn't zombies in that one. It's like it's like uh, what is it? There's no multiplayer zombies. It's like a story mode zombies because the excuse is like, oh, you have robot limbs, so you can't get bit by the infected and blah blah blah. And it's really just them like you're you're playing. Is that Black Ops Three? No, maybe I don't know. But like you, it was Robert McNamara. Sorry, JFK, Richard Nixon, Fidel Castro, and Robert McNamara. I don't even remember. Reagan was somewhere. Maybe it's one of the later games Reagan was playable. I could have swore Reagan was playable in one of them. I just don't. And they were making jokes about is. it that you get to play as the 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 terrible murderer Ronald Reagan, <laughs> which isn't completely inaccurate. So. Uh, it is it is Black Ops Three that you're thinking of with weird robot limbs. Okay. What, what about robot limbs? What do they do for that one? Oh yeah, there's there's no I don't think there's there's zombies in that one. I think you you like you play the main campaign, but they like dub over the the um the cutscenes with like oh yeah this universe zombies have taken over and. The military uses people who have robot limbs to fight the zombies because they can't get infected because you can't bite arms of robots. And it's just really bite their neck. Yeah, and it's just really goofy. And I'm like, and it's even weirder because, like I said, like during the cutscenes, there's no dialogue. It's just like a narrator just dubbing over it to try to make it some the zombies. And I'm like, this is boring. Why aren't the zombies multiplayer in this? And I just remember turning it off after that. Black Ops 3 I, gets weird because there's like you're like traveling across time and there's like ghosts. I remember that was the first one I played. and I was like, I'm not into this because they had new characters for like every map and they were all wildly like there's like a 50s America map or I guess 30s, you know, where it's like, oh, you got gangsters and you got a dude with the with the newsy boy hat. And it's yeah, a flapper Black, dancer. I think it's That's Black Ops 4. I, I stopped at Black Ops 2. That was the last one I played at the time and I was playing all these on 360. And then I, I never went back. I have I never played a Call of Duty since Black Ops 2 in the series. I, I forgot they made Black Ops. Wait, I did play Infinite Warfare. Maybe Infinite... No, Infinite Warfare... Okay, I did beat that. So maybe I... Okay, so I, and I played Advanced Warfare. I don't know where those all fall in. But those are the only ones I played. Past. Oh, man, this was a game, huh? <laughs> it's <laughs> very unmemorable, I'm finding out. Because like, we're, we're stretching this conversation to other stuff. And it's like... Yeah, there's the just other- not a whole lot. And, and that's kind of bummed about this game, too. Because it's... I was excited to play it and just to finish up the trilogy, and it's just kind of it's just kind of there. Come on. Yeah, that's, yeah, there's there's no reason to go back. And if I if they made a new one, like I wouldn't play it. Or if they sorry if they remade this one, like they remade there too. I think they knew better. That's why they didn't. But man, it's just hard. It's just like it's such a flat ending of like eh, here you go. We we wrapped it up. Go play Call of Duty Black Ops Two now. That's where the real show is. So. <laughs> Why did they send a bunch of guys to go save the Russian president's daughter? Was it because he didn't want to say anything unless they saved her? They didn't want him to set off the nukes. Macron was going to torture her because when you rescue her, you see a knife and some other stuff. He's going to torture her to get him to give the codes. Why would she know the codes? No, they're torturing her to get the codes from the president. Oh, okay. That that would make him break. Yeah, he's the, you know, 
you know, the the words. I cannot think. The incentive. Give us the code or we, or we torture your, your daughter, essentially. Except I still say they should have just shot her at that point. Like, you can't <laughs> rescue her, just shoot her. Like, hey, there. Are, I'm pretty sure there are things in the military that have happened. They're like, yeah, if we can't rescue this guy, you shoot him so they can't have him. No, I'm, just, I'm sure never that's happened. happened. What? Not what? We're, listen, they're good guys. They don't do that. God. Just like, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I don't. I followed enough history to know things the CIA have done before oh. they were told they can't kill people anymore, which I'm pretty sure they don't listen to. But I, I know a lot of the stuff that's gone on. Same with Russia. Or one time there were Russian spies that got really angry. Or Russia got really angry at someone that defected and told them how, how bad Putin was. So they put I, they put plutonium in his coffee. Yeah. They killed him, by the way. They killed him, <laughs> all right. Also poisoned people and like they had to like de they had to like detox everything because everything was new and the guys didn't even realize they had plutonium. They said that when they followed them, there was like a nuclear trail in the airport where they sat everywhere. They had no idea. The, the government didn't tell them what they gave them to poison them with. They said, "Here, just put this in the coffee. Yeah, just do that, okay? Put this tea. He's British. He'll drink tea. He won't know what happened." Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's interesting. So yeah, no, I completely. I mean, yeah, I can I can buy that just fine. Any other things to say? Oh, do you have anything to say about Spec Ops? Either I, I tried a little bit of it, but I just yeah, is, I can it be co op? I said I liked it more than like the Spec Ops in the last one. I think it was more polished. Um, it, it can be co op though, right? Yeah, and I think actually the campaign can be too, which I will give it credit for. It does oh, have that, cool. which is kind of a neat thing. But yeah, I'm pretty sure Spec Ops that was like the big draw of that because I don't think I could ever get any of my friends to play because they just want to play multiplayer. But yeah, I'm I mean, sure. I would have had I played games with my friends at the time, I would have done Spec Ops because I I I like stuff where you're you know going in the campaign, you know, fighting the computer, not fighting people. Same. Yeah. But my friends at the time would have been big into I want to you know fight real people and it was all about your you know your kill. <laughs> exactly. You I remember that your KD your KD oh your KD sucks, Mike. We don't want to play with you. So I remember that. <laughs> we, just, we just airing some things out, just processing uh-huh. things at the end of yeah, the no, day. It was, it was Modern Warfare and World at War where they'd get mad playing with me because I, I just, I wasn't good at the game. Same with Halo 3 and stuff. Like, I just could not. My KD ratio would always be lower. And I remember a guy used to work with Charlie who won't listen to this, but I'm make, we used to make a joke because he was big into Call of Duty back then. And he was like, yeah, I remember we'd make him, you know, because he had a really good KD ratio. We used to talk about that and stuff and make jokes about it. There's some random stuff I remember from back in the day. No, Spec Ops look cool. I mean, I'm looking at some of the videos of somebody playing it. I wanted to do more, but the fact that it had no checkpoints, because it's you know not supposed to, it, I didn't want to do everything over again. Like when I died at the end of the sub right before the level ended, when I got out of the sub and got shot by a guy, I was like, fuck this, because I was reloading. At least it does have difficulties as well for those, which I'm sure the other one did too, but it was nice. Yeah, but like, it's hard. It's even on, like did. one star was hard. I, I did play doing on play. one star. I did this whole campaign on hard. And I only died a handful of times. So I don't want to talk about difficulty. That's not my, I don't want to be that bitch. So we can go no, on to anything else. I'm notoriously not good at games in general. I mean, I, I will say that all the time in the show. Like, that's why I've liked the 360 era and on because they're like, checkpoint here, checkpoint there. Everyone gets a checkpoint. Like, I became more into gaming when that happened versus the older stuff where I just cheat instead with save states now. But no, I, I mean, so I appreciate where gaming had went to. But no, I mean, I, I did play this on easy. I, I, the second time running through the campaign, I did die a lot less. So I can't say that. What did you get for doing the intel? That's the thing. Like, Achievement? Get, no, there's the intel. Did you get cheats like in the other one? I don't know. I didn't get it. I got I a just, couple. I don't know. We're talking about like kind of like, I think worth looking at, at least for a minute is where the gaming world was when Modern Warfare 4 came out and when it came, where when it, where it was when this came out. And it's only a few years apart, but like it feels very different. 
Modern Warfare 4 is like the some of the earlier days of multiplayer. Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern War- sorry, Modern- Call of Duty 4, <laughs> Modern Warfare, excuse me, everyone would have been so confused. It came out when multiplayer, online multiplayer was really starting to grow, like, it didn't have kill, it didn't have custom kill streaks yet, like, I felt like, you know, it was cool, and it was really starting to show off, like, how multiplayer environments can keep people playing your game well beyond the point of, you know, campaign it was the stuff. First, it was the first Call of Duty to really do that, because you had Call of Duty 3, which was on original Xbox, it might have had multiplayer probably too, but... Uh, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was the first, you know, 360-only Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, end at this point really where it feels like right before some of the things in modern gaming that are still exist really start to come, in, come into being and are still shit on. Like, Modern Warfare 3, I don't think it has really microtransactions. It has, I don't even know if it had a battle path. It didn't. It had like, DLC. Yeah, it had DLC. It. But, I mean, you know, I think even... If Ford and FDLC, Modern Warfare 2 definitely did. It's just, I think we're at this, like, point of a precipice in the gaming industry with this game. And I think that's kind of neat, because it's like, Modern Warfare 4, if you got Intel, you got wacky cheat codes that you got to, like, turn on for the campaign. And that's, that's a cool. very product of its time. I don't even know if you get cheat codes for this. I think you just get achievements, which is like... Achievements have been enough for most people. Yeah, exactly. And I think, at this I don't time. Know, it just seems kind of neat. To like, but again, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare is such a different game and targeted towards a different audience before everything changes. Yeah, and I think it's just neat to kind of recognize the change that has happened within this series and who it's targeting and the industry and like what's becoming a staple and what's going out the door. <sighs> but yeah, I didn't. I got like 10 intel. Okay, I got a few. I got more my second time through, but I didn't really care. I was like, okay, who? look, they're here. I'll grab it if I see it. And I'll, yeah, I'll look for it sometimes. But normally it was me running for my life to hide from somebody. Trying to murder me. All right, let's go on to questions, comments, memories, and I can read my, you know, my ton of them I have. Uh, first from the I watched the entire Orblood Super Replay group from Adam Walker. I can't believe they killed Soap. Very fun set pieces. Didn't care for Makarov as a villain as much as Shepard though. Spec Ops was still fantastic coming from Modern Warfare Two. Curious what the what the favorite campaign level was on replay. Do you guys have a favorite one? Probably Paris. Paris or Soap dying. Those are both two highlights in my brain. She was Brock. I really like Prague. Uh, I think it's the one wherever I think you're playing is Price. I think you're going after Vul- Vulcan or whatever his name is. And uh, it's a really cool moment where they're like in the room with him and they're like, tell us where something is. And like they throw a gas canister and they all put gas mask on. That part's pretty cool. Oh, that's not Volk. That's before you find out about the weapon, the bomb maker. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I like how they're like, they, they set the bomb off. They're like, okay, we're going to, you know, talk or we'll, and we'll give you the gas mask. He gives the gas mask and you just oh. shoot him afterwards. Yeah, that's what Price cool. is so cool. It's Price so, so cool. slightly unethical and questionable, but also <laughs> kind of understandable. But God, he's cool. <laughs> and the other comment I got from the Giant Bomb group, I got one from Jack Bishop. How did all those giant ships get into Hudson River and why? And I agree. What is the point? Oh, oh I don't like it. It just seems unnecessary that you would need to park all your jo- all your military ships to, you know, be in there like that just doesn't make sense logically i feel when they're they can just sit off they don't need to be that close they're giant battleships they don't literally need to be sitting there and i'm also pulling up a map uh right now because i've been thinking about this question a lot (laughs) you said apparently that to be fair they're being pushed back so maybe they pulled up because they were like oh we got these ships we can bring them to the safe zone get them right to the harbor and then they were like oh no but the hudson river wouldn't be safe you wouldn't want to put giant battleships on a freaking river oh i see what you mean that's a, you would that's leave a them in the bay. I mean, also, they don't need to be that close to do what they do. 
I thought it was the ocean. We don't have to talk about Star's lack of knowledge of geography. We can move past that. Okay. Well, you also live on the other side of the country. That's where right. I don't, I don't is, need so. to know this stuff. I'm not going to be in a battle zone there anytime soon. No, I don't think any of us will. I don't think there will be a battle zone anytime soon in New York. So. Oh, man. Model for three. They were so off. How could they have not foreseen the future? <laughs> All right. And let's go to Shell Stacker Box. And actually, before we do that, I should give out a free code. Because I forgot to last week, and I need to. I, I want to. I have too many. I'm sure everyone's on the precipice. They can't imagine where we're about to put this game. Here we go. Let's go with... I don't even know how to pronounce that. Let's go with the Amazing American Circus for Steam. The code is 0W4MTRVXG7PZETA. There is your Steam code for the Amazing American Circus. What that is, I have no fucking idea. But there's your code. It's a deck builder. So congratulations. All right, and... Shelf stacker box and star. What about you? Oh, this box. We can move on. I don't. I'm done talking about this. It's in the box. Okay, that was, I hate that was it. Ah. Okay, I'll go next. Ah, I'm gonna put this in the stack. The first time through, <laughs> I went in the box. But I had fun my second time through. I mean, I wasn't paying any attention. I was just shooting things, and I had fun enough fun. Well, I mean, I don't need to play this game ever again, though. At this point, but then why is it in the stack, Mike? I because can't. I have fun. But you're never. Again. We're gonna play a game to put on the shelf, but I still had fun. Uh, that's the that's the rating system. I have a lot to do if I have fun with something, or if I feel like you know. Actually, to tell you the truth, I never thought I'd be playing all three of these Call of Duties again. But hey, look where I am. Nor do I think I've played this game twice. But hey, I don't. So. I don't know if I ever officially got a rundown of these intricacies of this system. Maybe the first time I was on this show. But you know, it's no interesting. I feel it's like where the points don't like matter stack, and anything goes. Stack should be higher than shelf because stack, I feel like it's indicating you're going to reach for it and play it sometime soon versus You shelf. are correct, but that is not the way the rules were designed. <laughs> okay, shelf just, box came first. I've stack never really thought about it until this point, so I should have winked at you. No, I mean, it also makes sense. When Mike Hughes, the one that came up with stack, originally said it, he made a comment that, you know, stack me something that you're going to go back and play, which honestly makes more sense than shelf in a sense. But it's become the middle ground because we need the middle ground, and that's what we went with. <laughs> it's too late to change it. I, Star will remember that you put this in the stack. So, all right. And Joe, what about you? Star will also remember that Joe put this in the stack. I had a pretty fun time with it when I first played it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I knew you guys. It was okay. And since stack is the middle, it's okay. You play through it and you don't pay any attention to the story, it's kind of fun. I was stoned for the first act, and I had okay time. Leave me alone. Oh, I'm Don't sorry. I forgot. If you want to enjoy this, you better bust out the kanji, y'all, or else this... <laughs> oh, I, so what? many amazing games can go in a stack, and then there's... I, I can't. I'm, I'm I can't do this show anymore, because if I, if I do things stoned, I don't remember what the hell <laughs> happened, so then you can't really do a show about it when you don't remember the fuck you did. I will say that there's a difference between being stoned and being gunked out of your gourd. Friday is when I get gunked out of my gourd and have like a 30 milligram. And I don't even remember what happened <laughs> last night. I took like a eight milligram edible, which is basically just me like, yeah, I'm pretty OK right now. Yeah. You know, th- if someone farts in the room, I'll laugh really hard, but I'm pretty OK right now. So, yeah, I haven't done edibles in a while, unfortunately, because I've been so busy always doing something. And I'm very like I only will do it if I have the day off the next day where I'm like, OK, I don't have to care what happens. So. I put Mass Effect 3 in the stack. Okay, that's my level of stack. I I put Modern Warfare 2 in the stack. God. We didn't do Mass Effect 3 in the show yet. Uh, what do we have it yet? I'm just, I felt like that okay. was a good level of comparison of like where I would put a pretty a pretty solid, well-received, more or less game. Versus, it's great. Doesn't Mass Effect 3 suck? I, no, I'm, just the ending I, upset people. I'm mid uh, about it. 
that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, yeah your mid, your mid, it goes in the stack. There you go. See, it's mid, the stack is exactly. Mid. So you, you guys putting this in the mid is hard. What goes? Which one are we talking about? Infinite? Oh man, I just, I want to go play infinite now. Look, I. I, I agree with you, Star. You said all the stuff with Price and Soap is really good, and I liked all the stuff with Price <sighs> and Soap, so therefore it gets us back. Okay. You're making me think Logic. about stuff. It's 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 put on top of the box, but it's falling on the floor, and I'm like, I don't want to pick it up. So that's where it is. It's like, <laughs> it's not in <laughs> the bottom game. of the stack. It's near the top, or, or sorry, it's not in the bottom of the box. It's near the top of the box, but it's definitely still in a box. Model for two, mm, chef's kiss, comparatively. Ah, all right. And I want to mention what we're talking about next week. Next week, you can hear me, Joe, and other people talk about the first Half-Life. Yeah. Which I have never played until this past week, so. Really? I'd love to hear someone talk about it today who's never played it. I played it for an hour on PS2 and then sold the cop. One one of the two games in my life I ever traded back, and that was one of them. So that should tell you how I felt about it back in the day. So, yeah. But yeah, that was my first time playing it. So you can hear all about that next episode. And Star, where can people find you at? I have an account on Twitch, Square Milk. I think is what it still is. Uh, I'm not there yet, but I might be one day. Okay. That's about it. Oh, you don't stream that much then? I'm trying, damn it. You, you know, the gender stuff. Don't worry about it. So, I mean, I can't comment. I mean, I thought about like, hmm, I should do streaming. I'm like, nah, we'll see. How do you, how do you spell that? Sorry. Square Milk? Original spelling. All traditional. And there will be a link in the show notes. You can also click on that, Joe, once this goes live. <laughs> okay. In a few times. <laughs> all right and if you enjoyed this episode you can hear all earlier episodes on podbean like as i said at the top of the show we did do call of duty modern warfare call of duty 4 modern warfare and modern call of duty modern warfare 2 so definitely go check those out we also do tons of different games movies comics you can just go to podbean type in something you'll never know what might come up you can even type in brave venture and you'll find an episode <laughs> who would have guessed so just type in anything you want go on there check out our giant catalog if you want to support the show we do have a patreon for as little as a dollar you can vote in our patreon polls at the time that you were hearing this we have a new poll that Mike did not um, figure out what was going to be on exactly. So, <laughs> and I can say it will be Edgar Wright movies that Mike has never seen. So I'll stay tuned for next episode or go supply the Patreon and see what Mike puts there. So go do that. And want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury. You can follow her on TikTok and want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker. He started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. Very, very good show. Much different than the show, but definitely go check him out. And if you're still listening to me, please review us wherever you listen to it. Listen to us on Podcast Addict, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Give us a review, please. Helps out the show. I don't know if you can review on YouTube, but do whatever you can. Like, subscribe, whatever. <laughs> we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.